Hello and welcome to Matt is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, a.k.a. M. Diesel, and it's been a little bit over a week. I believe last episode, uh, last week's episode dropped on a Tuesday. <clears throat> I was going to do this week's episode yesterday, but um, I didn't. I didn't do that, and there was a reason I didn't do that. The reason was I was mesmerized by John King on CNN and his magic wall and all the little fucking counties he zooms into and touches and like his square shoulders and his square jaw and his fucking smooth hands. He's always touching the screen there and tapping the screen there and doing quick math in his head without any fucking calculator. Just drawing on the screen when he wants. I was transfixed. Uh, while watching the results come in of the two runoff elections for the Senate, the last two Senate seats that uh, were to actually, I mean, senator seats are always, senators are always important. What party they come from, where they come from. Uh, But in this case, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, get your head out of your ass. For those who do know, I'm sorry, but I'm going to give a little context here. Um, after the November 3rd election, obviously Trump lost. We'll get to that later. Uh, Democrats retained the House. But in the Senate, um, it was very, very close. The Republicans won 50 seats on Election Day. But Georgia has a state rule, an election law. Uh, their process dictates that anyone who doesn't receive over 50% of the vote doesn't win. They just advance to a special runoff election, which is held later before inauguration date, but after election day. Both of Georgia's Senate seats were so close on election day that neither candidate, neither of the two head-to-head candidates, so four total, Eclipsed 50%. Raphael Warnock versus um, Kelly Loeffler. Raphael Warnock was the Democrat. Kelly Loeffler was the Republican. And John Ossoff, the Democrat, versus David Perdue, the Republican. Perdue and Loeffler were both incumbent. If both of them won, Republicans hold the Senate. If one of them, one of the Republicans won, then the Republicans hold the Senate. So Democrats had to win both seats to make it a 50-50 tie in the Senate. There's 100 senators total. And the tie-breaking vote, because Joe Biden won, is the vice president. That's always the case. If if there's ever a tie on a vote in the Senate, the vice president casts the tie-breaking ballot, tie-breaking vote. And so the party in presidential power, in that case, has a pretty sizable advantage. Um, There we go. Sorry about that. Um, And um, so, yeah, the stakes were extremely high in this, both special uh, runoff elections for the Senate in Georgia. That's what I was up all night watching. Um, It was very, very close again, but both Democrats won. And John King took took me on a fucking ride. He took me on a journey to understanding exactly who voted where, how many people voted in in what county, what counties were red, what counties were blue, how that compared to November, how that compared to 2016. Fucking gave me the whole rundown. Thank you, John King. But that's why I didn't record yesterday, okay? This is all, I'm going somewhere with all this, okay? In sort of the background of the news yesterday was 
a meeting that the president and the vice president had. Obviously, as any of you know who don't have your head up your ass, if you don't know this, get your head out of your ass. If you do know this, I'm sorry, but I'm going to give you even more context for today. Today is Wednesday, the day after the two special runoff elections in Georgia for the Senate. So yesterday, on election day, the president met with the vice president who today was scheduled to preside over the Senate, or both ho- both uh, houses of Congress, the Senate and Congress, um, were count- officially counting the electors of each state. As you know, if you don't know this, get your head out of your ass. If you do know this, I'm sorry, I'm going to give context again. But each state has a certain amount of electors, usually based on the population of the state, how many counties there are in each state, how many seats how many Congress seats there are in each state. California has like 55. Texas has 30 fucking something. Rhode Island has like one. So each state has a certain amount of electors. They, It's like this ceremonious fucking thing. Today was a ceremonious thing. Trump seems to think that Mike Pence can legally halt that from happening. Can just not open the uh, sealed electors from the states that he claims were rigged. Obviously, only states that he lost, but states he, cl- states he claims were rigged in Joe Biden's favor. That would be Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona. Pressuring Mike Pence to send those sealed electors back to each of those states. So their own state legislatures could, I don't even get it, re-vote on them? Or, it's just a fucking stupid thing that was never going to work. But Trump was insisting Mike Pence was his last line of defense. And leading up to today, or actually I should say leading up to yesterday, Trump had been increasingly trying to pressure publicly and privately Mike Pence to do this thing that is not possible to do. So that'd be like basically if uh, a good friend of mine was like, Matt, if you're really my friend on this date in the future, you will have three penises. And I was like, look, I, I love you but I only have one. My friend was like, "You, I understand that, but you need to have three by this specific date or else we can't be friends anymore. You would not go out and try to find two more penises. I would not. Not because that person is not my real friend, but because that's not a thing that's possible. And another thing that's not possible is what Trump was asking Mike Pence to do. Now, Trump obviously has all of his fucking MAGA zealots, father the leader motherfuckers. Please, sir, might I have another retweet? All those motherfuckers. He's got them all believing that Pence can do it. So there's all this on far right wing media, social media, and QAnon shit, there's all this chatter about how Pence is going to overturn today's. He's secretly working with the president. He's going to actually fucking do it. And if he doesn't, he's a traitor. Or another theory is like if he doesn't, he still knows what he's doing. And Trump's playing 5D chess. And Pence is going to do exactly what he needs to do to make sure Trump's still in office. Hey, everybody, no. No, because Trump lost. And that's it. As I've been saying all along on this podcast since Trump lost, I will bet anybody, any amount of money, any amount of money that I currently owe, own, currently possess, any amount of money I will possess in the future, every penny for the rest of my life, I'm willing to wager with anyone. I will have it legally recognized, I will bet any amount of money that Donald Trump is not president on January 20th. Unsurprisingly, nobody's taking my bet. But uh, that open bet that open offer still stands. 
<clears throat> but anyway, today is the day that Pence was set to preside over Congress, both houses, and officially unseal and certify the election results. It's usually just a formality. It happens every four years. Whether a new president's there or someone's reelected, it happens every four years. It's just like the final step in confirming the result of the election. Concurrently, Trump was planning uh, a rally for today in D.C. to protest the very thing he was pressuring Mike Pence to, I guess, not certify or... He, he was doing both. You, I, you could say he was covering his bases. He was telling Pence to do this thing for him that he wasn't able to do, like asking Pence to have three penises. He just can't because it's not a possible thing. And there was this rally that was going to happen outside the Capitol in D.C. That Trump was also going to speak at, but there were going to be also other crazy people to speak at. I think his son spoke. Anyway, so Trump speaks at that rally. Gets everybody all fucking riled up. Trump and Pence last night had a dinner where apparently Trump was told by Pence directly that he wasn't going to do the thing he was told to do, which shouldn't even have had to have been said because it's impossible. Again, three penises. And as the making official of the election is underway, by now Pence has released a statement saying he can't do anything. He just needs to do what the Constitution tells him to do, which is correct. So now it starts to become clear that Pence is not going to do the impossible thing Trump is asking him to do because it's not possible. Three penises. So the rally ends. Meanwhile, this certification making official thing is happening at the Capitol building. And Mitch McConnell, Pat Toomey, a few other Republican senators are like, hey, we can't just decide who the fuck is president. All we're here to do is make official how the state's already voted. But fucking Ted Cruz gets up there and a few others and is like, but I object. Is there anyone... Just to pause all this for a second. Is there anyone shittier than Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz is the shittiest person to ever live on the planet. I don't mean he's done the worst things. I don't mean he's caused the most pain. Obviously, there are people who have committed more violence, caused more pain. whose hurt has had a wider reach, but just in terms of just shittiness, just like overall shittiness, if you made like a a bunch of criteria of what goes into shittiness, I'm confident that you could scientifically prove that Ted Ted Cruz is indeed, in total, the, the, in grand total of shitty qualities, he's the shittiest person to ever live. Just the biggest fucking bitch ever. Just got fucking pulled to heel, though, by Trump. He's just straight up Trump's bitch. It's one thing to just be a psychophant all along, you know? Who, by the way, none of that's going to end up paying off. Mike Pence is now going to be a villain in MAGA world. Just like everyone from fucking Jeff Sessions on on down the line is when they finally have that break with Trump. See, that's the thing about absolute loyalty. If loyalty, quote unquote loyalty, is the only thing you value over all else, in the end you will find that 
You have none. Blind loyalty can only result in either eventually being cut loose or agreeing all the way down the line, all the way to fucking jail. See, Pence can only smile and nod and say yes and overlook all of Trump's crazy shit until the thing comes to this moment where the Constitution directly says the vice president has to do a thing this way and the president is saying, no, you have to do it that way. All it takes is one fucking misstep. It doesn't matter. The loyalty test is a fucking mirage. Loyalty above all else. It's just never going to end well. So yeah, Ted Cruz is the biggest bitch in the fucking world. But he's not abandoning Trump. He obviously is just a fuckface of a politician who wants to ingratiate himself with Trump's base moving forward because he wants to be president. If you alienate Trump, you risk your own political future. That's what it's come down to in the Republican Party. That's why throughout all this fucking post-election fiasco, people are just letting him say his shit and kind of vaguely supporting it. Even the ones that disagree. Until, of course, they can't not disagree anymore, like Mike Pence fucking today. It's just not going to end well. And the way it's going to end for Ted Cruz, by the way, is just him not being president. Sorry, Ted. Anyway, as all this is happening, as they're just about to, or actually had just started to, go alphabetically and certify the, the, each state one by one, Alaska, or Alabama, Alaska, it gets around to Arizona, the first contested, quote, contested state, the one delusional fucking Trump psychophense and cult followers think was rigged. You'd think of if so much shit was rigged, there'd be someone on video somewhere. There'd be some concrete proof of fucking vast conspiracy like that. But there's none. And yet, object. They object. Ted Cruz objects. And Ted Cruz says, if, if there's a country or if there's, if there's an election that 39% of the people think was a rigged election, which is true, That's a true statistic. If 39% of the population believe an election was rigged, then allegations like this need to be looked into. Not on its face a bullshit statement, but in context, you you actually can't, you cannot find me a bigger, a thing that reeks of more bullshit than that. And here's why. The only reason There is one reason why 39% of people think this election was rigged. It's because people like you, Ted Cruz, are such an enormous fucking self-serving bitch that you have to repeat the clearly crazy person president's lies. You have to actually go along with them. You went along with his fucking bullshit lies. And people were listening because words that you say matter. Words that you allow other people in your group to say without correcting them. Those matter too. But in this case, you're just fucking repeating the same fucking fake bullshit things. So of course, 39% of the people think it was rigged. But the only reason they think it's rigged is because you have been allowing that lie To not only be said by the president, but also to come out of your fucking mouth. In other words, if you weren't lying, 39% of the country wouldn't think the election was rigged. You fuck. We're not that dumb. We're dumb. People, the people, in quotes, the people are fucking dumb, but they're not that dumb. 
Anyway, as Arizona is being objected to, here, here comes the first part of the fucking story. <clears throat> this is like a Tarantino thing. Now it all comes full circle. The people who were at Trump's rally, which is now over, have migrated to the Capitol building. And they're, as mobs do, being fucking dumb. They're being fucking dumb because a person alone is dumb. Two people are dumber than one. Three people are dumber than two. Four people are dumber than three. And so on. So then, naturally, when you get hundreds of people together, they're very, very, very dumb. Pair that with each of these hundreds of people being individually very dumb, and we know that in the first place because they were at a fucking Trump rally in D.C. Trying to, quote, stop the steal. Believing what a clearly crazy power-starved man, desperate power-starved man, is saying, blindly believing it. So these people are already individually already dumb. Get hundreds of them together. There's nothing dumber. So they go to the Capitol building and they're getting crazy. They're being loud. They're starting to fucking mix it up with police. They're starting to throw the barricade things at the Capitol building at police. Then they start getting pepper sprayed. Then it fucking escalates. People start repelling up the side of the Capitol building. Meanwhile, every single person watching this, myself included, is just thinking, where the fuck are more police? Just thinking about that fucking day during the uh, Black Lives Matter protests when Trump called the fucking uh, military in to shoot tear gas against these BLM protesters who were protesting peacefully, by the way, not rioting, just in broad daylight, just got fucking tear gassed with the blessing of Bill Barr and Trump, clears a pathway so he can walk to a church and take a picture in front of one with the Bible upside down. Same city. Where the fuck are all those people? And as it's starting to get out of hand, I'm getting texts from a lot of people. I'm watching all different kinds of news stations because now my days are all fucking shot. I was planning on recording this earlier, but this happened, so I'm just like, I'm not moving. And as it clearly becomes a worse and worse scene, I'm every uh, I'm sensing a sort of collective um, reaction. From people, which is, I can't believe this is happening. How has it come to this? How is this happening? Really, on both sides. Somehow acting surprised. And then as things escalate, if you didn't see it, you're not going to believe me, but this happened. They broke down the barricades, got past the fucking Capitol Police, these crazy protesters, some of which, some of whom had fucking Confederate flags and war paint on their faces, break into the Capitol building, break pu- bulletproof glass, bust down doors, get into the Capitol building, get into the Senate chambers, get into the House chambers, steal the fucking Speaker of the House's podium. Meanwhile, as we're starting to see faces clearer on, on some of these images, Many of them are prominent QAnon people. Fucking duh. Oh, really? Fucking duh. Meanwhile, QAnon's trying to say, it's Antifa, it's a false flag. Look at the faces of the people. They're QAnon people. We can tell we have proofs, but also proof, but also fucking duh. Fucking, oh, they're QAnon people? Fucking duh. And as they're breaking in, that whole sentiment of, I can't believe this is happening, pours over into just complete shock. And, and yeah, the imagery is shocking. I will grant you that. 
But if you're fucking shocked about the fact that it happened, your head is so far up your ass, you are hopeless. Have you been paying attention at all? This isn't like a connect the dots thing. These people have just been saying this for months now. Before, through, and since the election, that if Trump isn't president come January 20th, there will be bloodshed. There will be armed insurrections. There will be civil war. It will be 1776 again. It will be the civil war again. Thank God for the Second Amendment. We're going to take to the streets. Patriots, bear arms. It's fucking everywhere. You're surprised? You're a fucking idiot. If you're even a little bit surprised by this, shocked by the actual literal images, I totally understand. To be surprised that this is now happening, you are a fucking idiot. You're an idiot at an unacceptable level. You need to become less of an idiot. You need to pay more attention. Obviously, this was going to happen. And the way it's obvious is that everyone's been fucking saying it's going to happen. Not just everyone's been predicting it's going to happen. The people who did it have been saying they're going to do it. They've been telling us they're going to do it. That doesn't justify it, but what it does say is don't be fucking surprised and also have more fucking police there. Watching this shit, it's like the Keystone cops trying to defend a fucking against the barbarians at the gate. Hundreds of MAGA motherfuckers, mouth breathers, naturally no mask, K. There's like eight cops. Anyway, they finally fucking clear it out. Someone gets shot. Fucking duh. I saw a video of this woman crying. She's pepper sprayed. She's like, I can't believe they did that. They maced me. And the person interviewing her is like, well, fucking Duh. And she's like, but this is a revolution. And she's and the interviewer's like, you stormed the Capitol building, one of the most hallowed and I guess important buildings that should be safe the most safely guarded buildings. Every fucking senator and every member of the house was in there, and hundreds of MAGA people got in. What the fuck? That's the thing I'm surprised about. How the fuck was it so easy to get into the place where every senator and every congresswoman and man is? Why was that so easy? Though, again, individually, those people are dumb as fuck. Put them on a group together. They're as smart as one cow. So how is security so bad that one cow broke in? The, the equivalent of one adult cow. The neural, physiological, mental equivalent of one adult cow broke into the Capitol building while every senator, while every House member was in it. How's the fuck that for confusing? woman got shot a woman died many people got tear gassed I just read this I don't know if this is 100% right uh, but an IED was found and uh, a homemade explosive device was found in the capitol building this shit is no fucking joke straight up terrorism you motherfuckers want to act surprised. It isn't surprising. 
How about this? If terrorists from another country were talking endlessly about they're going to attack us in the month of January. We wouldn't wait till fucking January and see what happens. We'd go make sure nothing happens. Especially if the threat was being made every single day by every single terrorist. Which is what's been happening with the fucking MAGA world. I mean, it just it's just the dumbness on top of the fucking confusingness, on top of the f- another level of dumbness, on top of just fucking absolute absurdity. And here we are. Uh, all right, after the break, I'm going to play some fucking uh, actual audio clips of these crazy motherfuckers and what they were saying they were going to do all along. So for anybody acting like they're surprised, especially in law enforcement or government, you're fucking either dumb as fuck or lying. And for all you Ted Cruz motherfuckers out there who either let those lies fucking marinate out into your fucking universe and just let Trump and his psychophants have their fucking day until Biden took office, or even worse, you motherfuckers who just repeated it as if it was true, even though it wasn't, for whatever political end or social standing end. I don't even know why you would do that. But it's on you, motherfuckers. All right, I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. And I'm back. And here is, just for instance, this is back in, actually, this is before the election. This is in September. These are just some examples. This is radical right-wing commentator Josh Bernstein, not to be confused with the Bernstein Bears, uh, warns that if Joe Biden wins the election, well, actually, I'll just play it for you. Here's, uh, here's what I was talking about before. Here's why nobody in the right fucking-ass fuck mind should be surprised about what happened today at the Capitol building. Here's just a little fucking... One little sliver from jo- fucking QAnon-believing insane person Josh Bernstein. Calling him a radical right-wing commentator isn't, doesn't do enough. He's a fucking crazy guy. Okay, here we go. Everything, folks, is on the line. Everything. Now, I will end it with this. If, God forbid, they figure out how to steal this election... The only thing that's going to save this country is revolution. And trust me, it will happen. Uh, There's no question about it. And when it happens, we will have a new America. Yes, there will be blood spilled, unfortunately. But they're bringing it upon us. Wow. She made me do it. She shouldn't have been wearing that. That is the exact same argument. Well, if she didn't want to get raped, then she shouldn't have been wearing that. That is exactly the same bullshit fucking logic. They're bringing it upon us. It's their fault for electing, going and voting for the person they wanted. It's their fault. And our therefore, our only option is to kill them. Okay, here's another one. Um... This dude in a in some group, ugh, the way these guys think of themselves. This is a this is a guy from a group called Oath Keepers. These guys are always calling themselves patriots, Oath Keepers. Fucking shut the fuck up! This is just regular life, man. Anyway, this guy's name is Stuart Rhodes calls for Trump to invoke the Insurrection Act. And if he doesn't, well, I'll let Stuart uh, tell you what happens if, he, if, if Trump doesn't do that. SOCOM that goes seize all the file. Meanwhile, this is in December, so that was before the election, just as a taste. This is after the election. This is in December. Just another taste of why the fuck 
no one should be surprised about today. All the databases, and he's to free Julian Assange and put him in charge of doing a data dump to display to all of you all the skeletons out of the closet into the streets. Show the world who the traitors are, and then use the Insurrection Act to drop the hammer on them. And all of us veterans who swore that oath, until you're age 65, you can be called up as the militia to support and defend the Constitution. He needs to know from you that you are with him, that he does not do it now while he is commander-in-chief, we're going to have to do it ourselves later in a much more desperate, much more bloody war. There you go. Let's get it on now while he is still the commander in chief. I mean, why? Why did he become Nicolas Cage at the very end? Uh oh. Uh oh. God bless you. What? This guy's keeping it real. What? Folks, I thought we'd bring a little music. Marian Markarian. Wow, that guy that I think that was Mark Metaxas or whatever the fuck his name is. The guy that came out at the end. God bless you. God bless you. So that's after the election. So before the election, they were warning of violence if Biden wins. Then after the election, they're warning of violence if Biden is sworn in once Trump's out of office and he this is this is this might has this might as well have been said today about what happened today this is a guy who calls himself a life coach i actually can't i don't think i've played this guy before and that's pretty amazing this guy's name is brendan dilly he's a popular he's got a show i don't even want to say the name of it he's just got a stupid fucking podcast internet show where he wears maga hats and yells and acts like a tough guy and loves Trump and is crazy. And honestly, I saw, actually saw this today. And the whole time I thought he was talking about what happened today. I'm actually going to play two videos of Brendan's. Uh, this one is from December. And again, very fucking clear. What he's saying is going to happen. He is not going anywhere. Democrats that watch this show, liberals that like to spam and shitpost and trolls. You better fucking prepare yourselves for the next four and a half years because you're going to get Trump. (laughs) You're going to get Trump one way or the other. One way or the other. So I don't know what your contingency plans are for this reality, but you better start making them now because it's inevitable. He's not going to leave. He's not going anywhere. Those of us that voted for Donald Trump, somewhere between 74 and 80 million American patriots are more than prepared to do everything, and I mean fucking everything, to preserve our constitutional republic and to protect our president. And what you got to ask yourself is, do you feel the same exact way about Joe Biden? Because if you don't, you don't have a fucking prayer. Okay. Uh, And then there's another... Real, real, real special video of Brendan um, that I want to play for you. I, I fucking got them all mixed up. Let me find the one. This actually is from today. I mean, why, why, and how are are you acting f- fucking surprised? Okay, so this is Brendan Dilly today, right after Trump, in the most half-assed way, told protesters, fucking not protesters, terrorists who stormed the Capitol to be peaceful. Called them patriots and then said, but be peaceful. So this is Brendan responding to that and it happened today. It's interesting, his spin on it, because what he's saying is basically exactly what I'm saying. But obviously, his head is coming at it from a totally different place. Uh, but if, when, if you listen to it with, with, with that in mind, it becomes actually interesting. Because what Tim is saying is utterly uninteresting because he's a fucking psycho. Okay, here it is. Weeks ago. Yeah, it's not going to work. 
bro. That's him talking, uh, addressing Trump, even though obviously Trump doesn't watch this shit, but he's, or listen to this shit, but he's addressing Trump specifically, saying that's not going to work, about these people becoming peaceful. And he's fucking right. I got to tell you something, Mr. President. Don't want to tell you how to do your job. You called people to Washington, D.C. to witness you getting backstabbed in their votes being disenfranchised. With all due respect, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? You invited them there. They showed up with hope that you had a plan to deal with them overthrowing the government. And then they had to be at a rally with you while finding out that the vice president of the United States had backstabbed you. What did you think was going to happen? I I told you this is what was going to happen two weeks ago. I said, if you invite this many people, you're severely underestimating how much they love this country. You're under, you better have a plan of success because if you don't have a success plan, you're about to disenfranchise. And this is the biggest part, probably a million of your most passionate and loyal supporters because they came from all over the country. This isn't just a, some lukewarm milk toast fucking rhino Republican. You invited the most down ass patriotic Americans in this country to witness you speaking out against a fraud election. And now they're angry because your vice president just fucked them all over in perpetuity. Meanwhile, Georgia's doing the same thing. I love the president of the United States, but dude, this should have, this was a known outcome. Yep. I already talked about it. Weeks ago. Even Brendan Dilley talked about it weeks ago. I appreciate the sentiment to peace. We agree there. But I think it's naive at best to try and unfucking ring this bell. Fucking exactly, dude. More than anything, though, Brendan, stop fucking yelling. Because you're just definitely in a room somewhere with a MAGA hat on. So stop yelling. You have a microphone. You don't need to yell. The vice president stab you in the back. Same thing, just from a totally different perspective. He thinks Trump should have had a better plan because it was obvious that something like this was going to happen. Some sort of violence spilling out into complete chaos. And what he would, I mean, what we would both call insurrection. Except the difference is he wanted a planned one that went well. And I just wanted there to be more fucking cops there so it didn't get as far as it actually went. But this is only a logical progression. If any of you heard that uh, record, it's kind of boring, but I would suggest listening to the whole thing. There was a one-hour leaked recording between Trump and some of his lawyers and his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and Brad Raffensperger, Raffensperger, I don't know how to say his name, the Secretary of State in the state of Georgia, and his lawyers. And Trump is literally trying to get him to overturn the election. The result in Georgia, instead of going to Biden, which it did, which it rightfully did, which it legally did, which it correctly did, Biden won by like 13, 12,000 votes something which is a slim margin, but he won. They've done many recounts. They've done signature verifications on absentee ballots and mail-in ballots. Biden fucking won. And Trump had been trying to get him on the phone forever. Meanwhile, ignoring the unbelievable damage that the pandemic has has caused, ignoring the fucking awful vaccine rollout, many, many more millions of Americans should be vaccinated by now. But no, fuck taking charge and making things go better on things that matter. He's still trying to overturn the election and convince secretaries of, of, of state of certain states that he wishes he won to say he won. 
And if you listen to the call, I would suggest you listen to the whole thing. But he's, it basically sounds like every bad mob movie you've ever seen. He's just like, you know, people would love you if you'd really change the votes. If you just found, you know, it's, I won by hundreds of thousands of votes. You know that. People of Georgia are very mad. And they'll be very happy if you came out. And we'd really appreciate it if you said I won or some bullshit. You know, you're just like, what the fuck? And I think if you, the reason I'm saying you should listen to the whole call, because I think if you listen to the whole call, anyone who wonders if Trump is doing this out of pure, like, cynical self-interest, or if he actually believes it, I think it's clear from that call, that leaked phone call, that he believes it. Because he's, 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 he's not at all acknowledging or relenting on the fact that he fucking lost. And the fact that he lost is glaringly obvious to anyone. And the only people that think he won are people who hang on his every word. And people who do whatever he says to do. But also. Him. And there's a thing he does. That to me was a fucking tell on that call. He is. Anytime. For instance he says. "Uh, What about. There's a woman. What is her name? Uh, Deborah. Somebody that he is convinced was caught on tape and there's some like surveillance tape from inside a counting room in Cobb County and Trump spewing some conspiracy theory talking about some cut together uh, doctored video clip that that makes it look like maybe someone was doing something illegal I forget exactly what it is it's just another one of his dozens of conspiracy theories Hard to keep up, hard to keep them all in, in mind. And also, why the fuck would you keep them all in mind? Because they're all not true. But Brad, Rafshin fucking Bagenbecker Burger, needs to keep them all in his mind because he's on the phone with the president and the president's saying them. So Brad just lets the president finish. And finally, he's like, well, you know, we did an investigation of that and we found the full tape. And if you watch the full tape and goes on to explain boringly, but accurately and calmly and sanely. Talks about how he's misinformed. And what someone who knows they're lying does is get outraged and insist that they're right. And a person who has evidence and is sane calmly, methodically explains in accordance with their own evidence or existing evidence that they're in fact right. Someone who was crazy. There's one thing that someone who is crazy does. And it's consistent. If you talk to any conspiracy theorist, they all fucking do this one thing. You ask them a question. And they answer it until they can't answer it anymore. And then they just bring up another thing that according to them backs up their broader theory or they put forth a crazy part of their conspiracy theory that has no evidence to back it up and you or the person talking to them tells them the truth the actual evidence and then that conspiracy theorist immediately pivots and just talks about another thing Trump did that. Bring up a thing that is a conspiracy theory with no evidence. 
Then the Secretary of State of Georgia refutes it calmly, methodically, tells him why it's not true. And then Trump, without at all, ever, sticking with that one point and pushing back like either someone who knows they're lying or someone who knows they're telling the truth, a sane person who knows they're telling the truth, would do. But no, he doesn't do that. He just leapfrogs to another one, pivots and tries another one. And then Brad does the exact same fucking thing, refutes that. At one point, he's like, the problem that you have is that your data is wrong. The problem that you have is that your the data that you have is wrong, is exactly what he said. And it's just like the most ice cold fucking burn, but Trump just goes on and does another one. That's what fucking crazy people do. It's not what people who know they're lying do, and it's not what people who know the truth do. It's what crazy people do. The president is crazy. The president is a crazy guy. Do you fucking understand? For four years, we've had a crazy president. Is it any wonder why everything in the fucking world feels crazy? Why you go online, everything fucking seems like it's falling apart, and it kind of is? You can't even fucking go outside? Half the people in the fucking country think absolutely batshit wrong things. 39% of the people think the election was fucking rigged. Fuck, you can go further back. Half of Republicans think Obama's a fucking Muslim. In part because of Donald Trump. It's astonishing how much one absolutely fucking demented fuck one demented person, one demented fuck of a, an absolutely demented fuck of a person. And now look. I agree when people say Trump is a, a, a symptom, not a cause. Kind of. I don't fully agree with that. I think. He happened to be the exact wrong person to expose the exact wrong things. It's just like classic wrong person, wrong place, wrong time. The the, the maximum of all three of those things. Just put like a Venn diagram together of wrong place, wrong person, wrong time. In the middle of that fucking slim area where the Venn meets. That's Trump now here. So yeah, there are millions and millions of people who happen to be at a place in time where someone like him could come along and make them think the shit. Same thing with fucking Stalin in the 20th century. It's just a cult of personality thing. At this point, though, it's just gone. The whole fucking thing is gone. I was watching a uh, uh, a clip of Mitt Romney. He was on at the airport. He gets approached by some MAGA woman. He's like, we elected you to be a good conservative, and you speak out against the president, and you are responsible for him not winning re-election. You didn't want him to be president. And Mitt Romney's like, no, I didn't. You know, he's like so annoyed, but he knows he's on camera, so he's just talking to the person. And she's like, well, why didn't you want him to be president? He's like, because I didn't want him to be president, or whatever the fuck he said. He's kind of being a badass. It's a fucked up world. It's a fucked up world. When I have to sit back and be like, Mitt Romney's been cool today. It's a fucked up world when I look at Mitch McConnell and I'm like, he's the same guy. It is a fucked up time and place. When I'm sitting here saying that and meaning it, McConnell today, again, was just like, I can't, we can't come here and undo what the people of America said they wanted. That's what democracy fucking is. I can't, I have no business, none of us here have any business overturning the will of the people. That is what America is. More than the geographical place that America is, that is what America is. 
Even Mitch fucking bitch McConnell. The guy who refused to give me my money. Give me my money. Give me my money, Mitch. Even the fucking, arguably the biggest villain on the American political stage of the last decade and a half. Bitch. Give me my money. McConnell. Bitch, give me my money, McConnell. Today is a weird, strange, fucked up, topsy-turvy, Matt is confused day when I can look at Mitch McConnell and be like, thank you. When I can look at Mitt Romney and be like, he's being cool. But yeah, the fucking video clip I saw of Mitt at the airport, I see the one where he gets approached in the fucking, uh, waiting to get on his flight. Then I see, foot. this is crazy shit. Actually, you know what? Let me fucking find that shit. Um, he there's foot actual footage of him on the plane. Here we go. Romney took a plane full of MAGA supporters. No, that's not the right text. Romney, this is him on the plane. And the whole flight's full of crazy motherfucking mag- MAGA people. And then this is what it sounded like. This is on a plane. This is fucking scary. Okay? I mean, doing it too long, you know? Wow. We want to know your connection to Burisma and Joe Biden and oh, Romney. My your God. constituents want to know why are not to say it's China certified electoral college. We want to Romney, you don't listen to your constituents. It's never us. Uh-huh. One of maybe like a million who think opposite of you. Wow, that is the most poorly put retort. Someone says, "I I love him," or "I I I don't agree," or whatever. And she says, "You're you're one in a you're one in a million of people who disagree with you." That's the kind of shit, dude. God, what a fucking stupid world. But we have to be like Mitt Romney. Brave guy. Guy's a fucking sellout classic politician. Crazy Mormon guy. And I got to sit here and be like, yeah, hero. Fucking fuck this. Can't fucking wait for it to be over. I was seeing they're fucking talking about invoking the 25th Amendment, which sounds crazy. That's not going to happen. There's two weeks left. But the fact that it's even being talked about, 25th Amendment is when vice pres- the vice president and, the- and members of the presidential cabinet come together, invoke the 25th Amendment because the president's fucking insane. The president's Twitter account is fucking locked. I was looking at this shit. There's a tag on it that says this might be inciting violence. This might be dangerous. This might be misinformation. Uh, therefore, you can't comment or retweet. His Twitter is locked. The president of the United States can't use Twitter. We are in a fucking weird zone. God, I can't believe this is happening. Why? Have you looked around the last four years? This is always what was going to happen. And it's because of dumb bitch motherfuckers like Ted Cruz. Apparently, this is fucking sick, actually. Again, I can't believe I'm saying this about something Mitch McConnell fucking spearheaded. But apparently, they cleared the Capitol building and they're insisting on still 
doing their thing tonight at the Capitol building. Confirming the fucking vote. Sealing the election. Whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking at Twitter right now. I'm actually going to hop off. It looks like there's more crazy shit happening now. Um, I just, I, I can't even fucking believe it. Um, but then again, I really can. What I can't believe is that we live in a world in which I can believe what's happening. That's what I can't believe. I can't fucking believe that we are in a time and place in which I can believe something like this is happening. But I really fucking can believe it. It seems so obvious and clear that this was destined to happen. Millions and millions of Americans who signed up for a cult, whose cult leader, who happens to be the fucking president has them all thinking completely fucking fake shit to the point that they're storming the US Capitol building fucking fuck wow I'm gonna go check out the rest of what's happening so I'm gonna be jumping off here in a couple minutes but before I go there's one there's one more thing you thought I was gonna fucking forget about you uh, we don't do that around here not in M Diesel land who goes out on a Tuesday night in the sand balls too quiet in the Cover band is too loud Step outside I'm about to leave And you walk right on fire And I'll just freeze All the time you try to find someone new in your life And I'm at the top in like direction But I want to I don't know you But it feels like I do And I was frozen When you walked in the room Cause every single word It just makes my stomach turn Cause I don't know you But it feels like I do Fucking thought I forgot about y'all Hell nah And these are Feel like I do So it's 2021 now, and things have not gotten less crazy. They've gotten more crazy, but I'm still fucking M. Diesel. And my hope is that something popped today. Something happened that became too much. The visual imagery coming out of Washington today, Washington today, I hope, is like the equivalent of when America finally got to see the dead bodies coming home from Vietnam on their TVs. Where people are just like, wait, stop. What the fuck? What the fuck? Go fucking Google pictures of the woman who got shot and killed today at the fucking Capitol building. What the fuck? Make it stop. It's too confusing. It's too much. It's too fucking absurd. What the fuck? Meanwhile, Styam. Fucking Corona's killing everybody. Fucking Styam. Stysife. And stay sign. And just don't be a fucking fuckhead. And definitely never, ever, ever be anything like Ted Cruz. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go fucking re-glue myself um, to the news. And pray that our, not pray, but hope that... Um, it all stops getting abs. It stops being 
absolutely fucking mental. And I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Hopefully so far 2021 is better than 2020. Something tells me it just isn't. Okay. Love you all. Okay. (laughs) Da 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 da